stand before the United Nations General Assembly to share the extraordinary progress we've made. So Donald Trump's given his speech in front of the U.N. General Assembly, and, and Sean and I were both remarking on, so he's going with the I'm super presidential leader of the free world pre-written read the teleprompter speech, and we were really expecting him to come out with, last year I came up here and I told you about North Korea. None of you bastards backed me, so guess what now? You get a tariff. You get a tariff. Everybody gets a tariff. Hilarious. Hilarious. So take that. No. How's that taste, world? Stomps off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take a suck of that! And he stomps wow. off. But not his tone, you're saying. Not his tone so far today. All right, then. He's got a haircut. He's trimmed up that odd quaff of his a tad more uh, restrained. Maybe he'll turn around and show us that weird bald spot thing. What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I got, I got nothing but a bald spot. Mm. I'm going to let it hang out there. <laughs> we'll let, we'll Abusing the poor man for his, his skin condition is terrible. It's a skin condition? Yes. Yeah, we talked about it. Mm. Well, it's a hair loss condition. Mm. It's uh, called Propecia. Or... It's different than what I got? Male pattern. Oh, yeah. All your hair very falls different. out? Yes, very different. Bald. It would be for any woman to do that. And I think everybody should want the best process possible to get the truth out. And there should be no opinion put out about what he said. Because certainly no one's allowed to put any opinion out about what these women are saying without being burned at the stake. And I understand that because women haven't had their voices for decades. We are at a moment where women can speak. But that means we also have to let, when it matters, when it counts, men speak as well. And he was That is remarkable. Yeah. And so the only thing I can come up with of why they're taking this tone on the whole panel is they have, they're as connected as anybody up. Is guaranteed to be of some weird nature. It's not a, it can't be a good one. Okay, we'll wrap this up so we can do something else next. But so Avenatti was on Rachel Maddow. Well, he was on CNN first. Then he, then he went on Rachel Maddow after that, which is a much bigger audience than any, anybody he's on with on CNN. Right. Uh, went under, eh, I don't even wait wanna, a minute. I don't even say what it is because then I'm, I'm perpetuating a story that is probably completely made up. Anywho, so that's what he said, and now Jeffrey Tubin. what show was Jeffrey Tubin on? Uh, This was on one of the CNN shows this morning, I'm not exactly sure which one it was. CNN is the... the, the Really irresponsible. I mean, you know, it is one thing, the New Yorker magazine, you know, did a very carefully on-the-record story with, uh, with one accuser, the Washington Post, on-the-record accusation from from Ms. Ford. To, for Michael Avenatti to just simply throw out there that there are these unnamed people, it is, it is publicity-seeking of the worst kind, and unless you know, he can come... I mean, if he has a person to attach to that, that's one thing. Yeah. But simply to just throw this garbage out there with no name is really, I think, awful. Okay, a couple of points. It's own story, but virtually the entire world of journalism came up and said that that came out and said that New Yorker story was really flimsy. We would would never publish that. New Yorker did the best job you could do with the information they had. Uh, And the other organizations are saying, you can't print it if that's all you got. Right, exactly. So, And thinks Avenatti's a joke. Jeffrey Tubin also said of Kavanaugh's accusers, it's all of a piece. It is all consistent with one another. Are they all lies? Perhaps. But it certainly has the ring of truth to me. So he's pronounced that he believes this stuff has the ring of truth. You so you can see clearly which way Jeffrey Tubin l- enjoying that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So hmm. And if Avenatti had anything, he wouldn't be holding it back. 
No, that was his playbook with Stormy, too. He wants to get on news as many days in a row as possible. That That's his playbook. It's always been that. I'm going to give you 10% here, 10% tomorrow, 10% the yeah. next day. Oh, that's where we are. God, I don't want Avenatti to be there in front of a bunch of U.S. senators. You know, that sort of publicity. It'll never happen. <laughs> never happen. <laughs> that would be an ugly moment. It doesn't move to Ecuador. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty Show. China, reading this story about how students go off to China their first year and then... uh, China! I'll give you the headline. Welcome to college. Your parents are in the tents next door. Um, These college kids go off to... A school in China, and then a food and take care of them and help they them with the problems. Breastfeed them, too? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So it's not just the United States. I think I think we're just becoming adults at a later age. Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe there's something biological going, even though puberty's hitting earlier. And and you can't change uh, the reality. And, you know, when uh, you start having problems, you're having to freeze eggs, that sort of thing. Um, that hasn't changed. That part of lifespan. People aren't, you know, making kids in the regular way at age 55. Right. So, huh, that's interesting. If we're just going to decide that that's the deal, right? Uh, you could. Yeah, I suppose. I'm just, I'm contemplating the nature of Chinese society, how it's an obedience society, um, a, a uh, compulsory, uh, capitulating, you know, communist Society, whereas we in the well, I'll get I'll same results for everybody. Is it just cultural, or is there something biological, evolutionary going on that a twenty-two-year-old decades ago was a was a full-grown adult married with kids? Because he's not married with kids. No, um, frequently doesn't have a career or a life plan, or but something don't like even that. want to do that, right? Is that, is that, well, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm asking, is that a cultural thing or is that, a, is there something going on? Like, I don't know if begging the question is the right thing, but, you know, uh, uh, 22 year olds used to have a family and that was, you know, they were adults and they were on their way. 22 right. year olds now don't have a family, therefore they aren't adults. But I, I feel like kind of the study that Marshall was saying, sure. but what does that Insurance, mean? Insurance, taxes, Changes all kinds the, of different things. Like raise the voting age, that sort of stuff? Yes, 35. <laughs> And and just make it more of a, a institutionalized. Yeah, you st- you, st- you stay with your parents. Side, yeah, we've we've moved it all up. Uh, Ten years from eighteen to twenty eight, and until you're uh, that might be a little old, but <laughs> it's expected that you stay at your parents and on their uh, insurance, and uh, they get to claim you as a de- as a dependent mm-hmm. on their taxes. And, yeah, yeah. And there's no hurry to get a job, and all that stuff is expected. I don't know. It just I, is I, what don't, it is. I don't know how things have changed in China or if uh, that's a, a function China. of communism or mm-hmm. Asian tiger momism or what. I don't, I don't know. Or if it's just a function of people living longer. So yeah. there's a longer window on the other side of starting the family. Or, you know, I don't know if I'm phrasing that sure, right. No, well, no, you yeah. could make the argument you got to knock out your kids before you're. T- that overstates uh, the life expectancies of the 40s through 70s, but you see my point. Mm-hmm, I do. Speaking of dying of a heart attack, the new Weight Watchers claims to be all about wellness. Now they just call themselves WW. It's like when Kentucky Fried Chicken became Kitchen Fresh Chicken. You're not fooling me. That went away, didn't it? Critics say it's diet culture in disguise. 
diet culture. Don't we need more diet culture? No, we need fat acceptance. Unless I think I'll get so fat I can't walk anymore culture? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Riding a scooter culture. Uh, Armed with a catchy tagline, well, strategic move to align with modern society in which terms such as self-care and body positivity are celebrated. And the slightest mention of dieting is met with harsh criticism. What? That's weird. Where is that? That's weird. Is hmm. Look, I, I live where I live. I hang out with the people I hang out with. Somewhere among people who the slightest mention of dieting is met with harsh criticism? No, I want to always be on a diet the rest of my life. You're not on a diet, as the old saying goes. You have a diet. That's so, the way to approach it. So my youngest called mom fat the other day. Oh, that's insensitive. All right, I had a long talk with him. About and done for. Said this. You want to see fat mommies? Let's get in the car. We're going to Walmart. Woo! <laughs> That's some controversial parenting. We'll take your calls. We don't even take calls, and we'll take your calls. I was joking. Wow. But, you, you know, jokes are lost on six-year-olds. Right. Right. <laughs> that was uncool. All the way around a trampoline because she's old and fat, which no. she's actually neither. Wow. And then she did do a flip, so everybody in the family can do a there flip. There you go. Silence to critics. Except for the pug. The pug cannot do a flip. Uh, if you throw it far enough, it will. <laughs> Uh, Mindy Grossman, WW's president and chief executive, touted the company's new focus as a, quote, 360-degree approach to health. to act like it's just perfectly okay if you decide to be super fat. <clears throat> That's not a good idea for me or anyone. No. Everyone is talking about wellness, and to a degree, people don't want to use the word diet because they think it's a mere short-term punitive kind of issue. And that's not what we are. Punitive. Yeah. So not well, eating whatever these ha- places that people have these attitudes. So not eating whatever. Your appearance and, you know, the more fat you have, the, the it puts hormones into your body. You're less interested in sex. Plus, you don't feel as good about yourself. Puts pressure on relationships. And just, <clears throat> man, we live in a weird, weird society. WW is aiming to, and I quote Jack from their vision statement. Do we have a vi- Joe? Yeah. Make it till 10. Is, is, think, a vision, is that a mission station? Is a mission, Don't curse. <laughs> a vision statement sounds even more like ethereal than a mission statement. Yeah. Uh, but here's the, their mission, a vision statement. We want to create a world where wellness is accessible to all, not just a few. Okay. Wellness or a state of completion or mission statement from a company that didn't just sound like claptrap, just like words that have no actual functional purpose. Maybe once, but I'm hedging. Diet and weight are nowhere to be found in their vision statement. Okay. Well, let's pretend we're not all eating more than we should and carrying around more. Statement is Ford. Let's build cars. That's a pretty good mission statement. Oh, yeah. I could sign on for that. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Al Trump at the U.N. offering the carrot and the stick. we got the connection between exercise and memory and big news for Game of Thrones fans. Sean, get ready to travel. I got a mouthful of nuts. I'm sorry, I wasn't ready. I had a dime for something. Getty Show, welcome to it. This is Joe, empty-mouthed and professional. Now you got your mic off. You got your mic You're off. You're just a mess. <laughs> I got to read this. Hold on. Yeah. Have you ever done this before? <laughs> yeah. This whole radio thing? Yeah. <laughs> statement, etc. Um, this from the Huff Post, 25 pages. Everything you know about obesity is wrong. For decades, the medical community has ignored mountains of evidence to wage a cruel and futile war on fat people. Wow. 
And we'll uh, get into that a little at some point. Die right. That could factor in. Well, a great deal of what we thought we knew has turned out to be bunk. That is undeniable. Let's get the news now, Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump addressing the U.N. General Assembly this morning, touting the U.S. economic and military might, while praising each country, praising each member of the U.N. happens to be an emissary of that culture that makes their homelands unique. That is why America will always choose independence and cooperation over global governance, control, and domination. I honor the right of every nation in this room. States will not tell you how to live or work or worship. We only ask that you honor our sovereignty in return. That is one of the primary reasons the guy got elected. It's not racism. Not all nationalism is quote-unquote white nationalism or racism or the idea that Peruvians and Zimbabweans and... And, and the Chinese and the Mongolians and the Israelis and, and everybody else has a sense of identity and they value their customs and their history. That's not xenophobia. Well, at the same time, President Trump made it very, very plain. He was turmoil in the Middle East, calling it the world's top state sponsor of terrorism. Which is true. On another note, Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh says he has never sexually assaulted anyone. He was telling uh, Fox News in an interview last night that he's always treated women with dignity and respect. And he's going to let false accusations drive us out of, the, out of this process. And um, you know, we're looking for a fair process where I can be heard and defend the, my integrity, my lifelong record, my lifelong record of promoting dignity and equality for women's start I'm not going anywhere. So I want you to hear this in case you weren't listening earlier. Um, the so-called second accuser that came forward, the yep. Washington Post and the New York Times, among a lot of other outlets, but they're notable because, well, one, they're two of the biggest news outlets in the world are most respected, and they're real anti-Trump and anti-Trump. And they said the New Yorker piece about the woman with the whole Brent Kavanaugh showed his penis story. They thought it was really weak. Um, both the WAPO and the New York Times, and that, that they wouldn't have done it. And the New York Times spent a lot of time trying to come up with anybody who could uh, corroborate that story and couldn't come up with it. Post points out that, there, that she did name a bunch of people that were at the party, and none of them said they could recall the incident. Um, there are more potential witnesses, a lot more potential witnesses with this one than with the Ford thing, but none who attest to the allegation. And so the Washington Post thinks it's a bunk story, so is the New York Times. It's a crap story. It could have happened the path because of it. And as I've pointed out a couple of times, during the week that she and her lawyer were huddled before they came out to the public, she was calling old classmates saying, I don't know if it was Kavanaugh. Do you what do you remember? Right. Years later and say, What do you remember about that? <laughs> <sighs> Nothing. Yeah. I'm not sure I remember that year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the, the, certainly not not the specifics of a party. Right. Got a new study out that says exercise. Even a little subjects do 10 minutes of light exercise, like walking around. They found even that modest amount. Do more amount. deep knee bends, Sean. There you go. <laughs> They've My leg's just finally recovered, but here All we right. go. All right, you're going to do this while <laughs> I do the newscast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Until, until commercial break. All right. Oh, boy. Down, down and up. And down and two. 
Uh, yeah, really wild. A little bit is so much better than none. There's ten. Right, yeah. right. Sean, where are you? Where were you the night of September 12th, 1988? Steve's house. Wow. <laughs> All right. Now this, works. now, this next story ought to invigorate Sean even more. Oh, yes. Get hyped up. Filming locations from its hits series Game of Thrones so fans can visit. They are preserving some of the sets in Northern Ireland so visitors can tour them throughout the year. You can stop doing squats if you how, like. How many have you done That's now? 30. Yeah. That's 30. That's, That's 30. That's pretty good. I have a live read after this one. She's in very good shape. Dub the Game of Thrones Legacy Attractions. Visitors are going to be able to tour sites like Castle Black, Winterfell, and King's Landing. Oh, Castle Black is a... Things go down at Castle Black. <laughs> Will wow. there be any flying? As I've always said... What happens at Castle Black <laughs> stays at Castle Black. You if know? you've ever seen a movie set, and, and Game of Thrones is pretty much a movie, that's yeah. fun. It's yeah. cool. It's surreal. You go to Paramount uh, Studios or right. what have you. And I remember Lord of the Rings did a similar thing with New Zealand, where they preserved a lot of this, the places where it was filmed, and now it's just a huge tourist industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? to the point now where they're they're having to crack down and limit it because people are trying <laughs> to bring home in a cage. <laughs> exactly. I'm Marshall. Or it's pelt. Jeez, oh, oh, no. oh, that was too much. Step away. Barbaric. I'm Marshall. You Phillips. had Samwise's head up on your wall in your family room. <laughs> the conscience of the nation? <laughs> oh, Mr. Was... Dennis out there. <laughs> hunting, hunting Frodo. Eh, where were we? We will take the hearings live Thursday morning. We actually need to discuss after the show how we're going to handle that. Are we going to pause and comment or let them roll, or what are we going to do? I don't think I can refrain from commenting on various stuff. have some idea what we think. Yeah, because it's going to be a I lot. may flatter myself. There's going to be a lot of places to hear it, I'm guessing. This is going to be one of the more watched, listened-to events in, in, I don't know, a generation, no well, doubt do it about live. it. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So this is what I specifically said I did not want to hear a little kid singing like an adult. A genre I cannot stand. And she's at a ball game or something? A soccer game. Soccer game. Well, you got to do something for entertainment at a soccer game. Well, finally, something we can agree on. Okay, it's in you know what? It, it reeks of the whole Jean Benet Ramsey thing. Oh my God! The whole child that wow. tarred him up like adults, put makeup on him, then have him sing like an adult. It's sickening. She, she appeared to be dressed like a child. Let yeah, children she was be in a children. Kid soccer jersey. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I'll grant you that. Joe does not like little kids singing like adults. No, they only you like know? adults, but like adults who can't sing very well. <laughs> so what's the point? There are know. lots of adults who can sing beautifully. Everybody's got to have something that makes them angry, and that's yours. A no, no, no. um, couple it. of things. Uh, Emilio Estevez has got a new movie out. Hmm, where's he been? He's uh, been. Uh, yeah.
I didn't oh, know that. It's 30 years since he's made a movie inside a library. That's a Breakfast Club reference. Ah, gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. I get it. Anyway, the movie is about how libraries have become de facto homeless shelters. I don't know what you know tone it's going to take. I could probably guess. But there's no doubt that that is true. Uh, I drive that aren't that way, and I pick those on purpose, but I know plenty of libraries that are. And your tax-paying money is going to provide a library that all you can take your kids to, except you'd never freaking take your kids there and let them wander around the library. Right. Because it's a homeless shelter now. Not safe. It's just ridiculous. But maybe that movie will have the country talking about podcast I played. Um, people who work at Facebook and are supposed to go through the posts and delete stuff that's objectionable. Oh, I saw this. One of the moderators is suing over mental trauma, but people who say that that job is just awful. You'll see the worst kind of child porn, you know, beheadings, animal cruelty every day, and it makes you insane. makes you miserable. I don't know. Somebody's got to do that job. I don't, from my understanding of how that job works, I don't understand how it could be not traumatic. I don't oh, either. yeah. I buy this completely. I mean, there are a lot of phony lawsuits, Lord knows, these days. Jeez, but. You know how many, I don't even want to say it, but you know how many child being abused alone all day long? At a rate of about one picture per five seconds. Yeah. When oh. like, ugh. It's yeah. almost... Like it's an experiment to make to ruin right. people. It's almost like it's deliberate. A sadist came You're up with deliberately a trying to ruin people's hearts and yeah. minds and souls. Oh. This this gal who has, uh, I think she filed a suit. Yeah, she's. The, she says even going into a cold building because they kept it really chilly there, or touching a computer mouse can trigger her post traumatic stress. Yeah, there's there's a lot of BS uh, triggering post traumatic stress stuff out there in the modern world of snowflakes. This is not one. I completely could believe that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because this incurs a day, oh. including, I don't even want to read this no, list. No, no, I, Yeah, it's it's awful. Hey. Yeah, that's rough. I've talked to cops who deal with that sort of thing, and they say it's really tough, and you can't do it. You have to kind of rotate in and out of that Yeah, and you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be sitting down at eight. To be, okay, we need to figure out a way to make the automation of this process better so we aren't traumatizing humans in an effort to kind yeah. of clean up our site, but then that's when you get sloppy algorithms that, that that don't read stuff properly and things get taken down when they shouldn't be. It, and, uh, it really is like an experiment Dr. Mengele would have come up with. That's my first... It's, yeah... To see the worst things that 7 billion people can do every day right. would ruin your soul. Right. Your mind. Yeah, yeah. what a miserable job. Anyway. I can't even imagine it. No, no, no. I can't either. I wouldn't do it. I would not take that job. Of greater significance, and his wife, Margaret, are scheduled to be back in court December the 3rd. As that thingamajigger rolls on, well, after the midterm elections, obviously. For a status conference, I didn't know that there was such a thing, on charges they illegally used more than their quarter million dollars in campaign funds to fund their lavish lifestyle. Good luck with that. Vote as you see fit. I'm making my way through this really long article. i got to tell you this, because I'm a fan of bad chanting. Uh, They arrived at the courthouse um, and were greeted by more than a dozen demonstrators. More than a dozen demonstrators. There are more than five dozen demonstrators in this building right now. One thing that drives me more crazy than little kids singing like adults, <laughs> it's the media portraying a tiny handful of people as a somehow significant. Yeah. A movement, right. Yeah, well said. Uh, at one point, some in the group chanted, some in the group, so not even all 12 of them. <laughs> 
some of the 12. Chanted, hey, hey, ho, ho, Duncan Hunter must go, which is not good rhythm. No. Duncan Hunter has got to go. I mean, if you're going to do that, you've got to go. Oh, man. So it's, God, it's not enough people to, to, you know, field a baseball team with a bullpen and are dressed in a rabbit costume. On the other hand. Held a sign that read, Hoppy Trail to Jail. On the other hand, the moronic <sighs> media, if you've got a cause you can't get any attention for, get six people to chant something, and they will put it on the GD News. Oh, yeah, they'll get the camera in close, so it looks like 5000 The uh, The rabbit suit spending $600 on an airline ticket to fly the family rabbit across the country. Awesome. It's, uh, it's an expensive ticket. Buy that at the last minute. Why were they flying the rabbit somewhere? I don't know. I don't know. I suppose like it's very expensive rabbit. <laughs> what am I supposed to go? Greyhound, the rabbit is saying. Very soft fur. <laughs> We're going to check in on the Ted Cruz Beto O'Rourke race in Texas, which is one of the great races in the country right now. If you get the award-winning fourth hour. If not, grab the podcast. Boy, if you don't, listen to whatever they're serving you. Oh, no. Sh- no? Easy now.